Welcome back, Hollow Cult. It is Wednesday, and we are here. Um, we are. Uh, it's a somber mood in the Hollow Camp today. Um, we lost a real one, and uh, big facts. Yeah, I'll. Uh, so yeah, lost lost my grandpa a couple hours ago. So I mean it was um it was expected. So it's not like it was uh you know, hit us like a ton of uh well it still hit us like a ton of bricks, but he was ninety three, spent seventy three years, just celebrated his seventy third wedding anniversary like a month ago. So I just, the only thing I could ask is that for everybody listening, just send as much love as you can to him because he deserves nothing less. I agree. Yeah. I agree. One of the, I mean, one of the OGs. I, yeah. He was the sweetest, sweetest man you'd ever meet, but uh, I'm here because that's what grandpa would do. He never stopped for nothing and he wouldn't want, anybody to impede on on their lives because of him so i'm here carrying on like my grandpa would because it's funny not funny but ironic you know i go there we just got back from seeing him and grandma and the family uh some of the guys were outside we met him on the way in and then by the time we left they were back out in the fields farming doing their job and i looked at my wife and i was like see they're back i mean that's just the way it's life right they just carry on like grandpa would that dude never stopped yeah just it's just how how they were built man (laughs) just like like we talked about off air like yeah they're just a different they're just built different 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. He's the dude that I spent a lot of my life looking up to. And I mean, we know the kind of dude you are, so that speaks volumes for the man your grandpa was. I appreciate that. So, Hollow Colt, let's give him a solid send off. He's very deserved. Thank you very much for everybody that does. Oh. On to the weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we could talk about the lovely convention as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's weird that, yeah, the convention. 40 and Airwaves was this weekend. Shout out to those that came and hung out with us. It was awesome. It was awesome. It was awesome. The whole um, energy of the entire convention was excellent. Super positive. Um, we got to meet not only members of our Hollow Cult here, but also members of our podcast families. Um, it's weird. Like... You get to know people 
in the podcast world without ever meeting them. So when we when we walked in and we saw the guys from we saw Justin from AI, we saw the dudes from the or Cryptids of the Corn, we saw Eric from Uncomfortable and uh, Bo from Bump, all these all these guys, the Kill the Mockingbird guys, everybody that we've had on our show, and uh, interacted with, you you build this bond with them without ever meeting them, and then when you do meet them, it's like you it's like you're just old friends. It's like you you were just away for a while and came back together. It's, it's a strange thing. I think I, I really enjoyed it as well. I think there were parts of it that were unbeknownst to Eric and everybody and, and the cryptids boys, there were parts of it that were perfectly done. I really, and I mean that I think that, I think there's something special about, what Eric's trying to create with that. So I hope that it keeps growing and doing better because it's a super like borderline intimate setting and the fact that everybody's on the same playing field. And then I really, I didn't realize it at the time, but I really enjoyed how the function operated as a unit, as a family, because like when it came time to speakers, you know, we were all in the merch room hanging out, having a couple of drinks and peddling merch and talking with everybody, taking pictures. But when it came time to speakers, they kind of, not that they force you, but they insist, hey, everybody come in here, you know, uh, cryptos of the corn are going on to speak. And so everybody moved as a, as a family and partook in everybody's presentations and, and, uh, I just think it made it a lot more special than they realized. I agree. It was the, all it was, the, all the people presenting was, were fantastic. Everybody all did such heat. a good job. Everybody brought the heat. It was, yeah. it was awesome. It was awesome. It was a great time. Yeah. And like, like I was getting at, like we've never met Eric before, never met Justin, never met any of those dudes, and they they welcomed us, welcomed us like we were long lost friends. Yeah, the it whole was, it was awesome. Met JJ Rose. Yeah, she's she's a pretty constant in the in the chat here. Everybody knows JJ. Um, she was awesome. <sighs> Some members of Holocult came down, Grim and AA and Brother John and Sess and. Matty-O and all. There was a bunch of people from the Discord. It was it was awesome. It was it was super cool. Trying to remember everyone. Sorry if I forgot anybody. Um yeah. It was it was awesome. It was it just great hanging out. Solidified that statement that I always make that this is one of the most fulfilling thing things that I've ever done seeing people interact and it's it's weird seeing the I guess weird's not the word but uh, seeing the community that's built around uh, the content that we create yeah it kind of yeah. just takes it on a life of its own like I can't believe that Ariana and Grim 
like she flew in and they got a car together and they took like they're just discord friends and now they're real world friends which is fantastic yeah it's... you know like the fact that that community created its kind of created itself i mean we we nudged it but it's definitely done its own thing yeah we just laid the foundation you guys built the rest of it yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely uh range rescues in the chat uh we got to celebrate uh that's awesome semi celebrate the uh anniversary there they 21st were down. wedding anniversary which is awesome it was awesome that's such an achievement yeah it's and they seem super happy together which is also a blessing i mean it just it was it was awesome it was kyle hit the nail on the head when he said it was like an intimate setting because you really did get a chance to talk to anybody that wanted to talk. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was awesome. Yeah. Cause like at a lot of these, not that I'm knocking on bigger conventions, but there's, there's like a lot to distract your attention. You know what I mean? There's like tons of vendors and there's tons of this going on. And then like, they'll be like, Oh, you know, Kyle and Steve were speaking at one, but sometimes people get sidetracked, which you then now you miss it, and you're like, "Oh man, I wish I would have caught that." But uh, but this all operated as a unit. Everybody did everything together, which just made it amazing. Yeah, and it really was nice if if the people that came had like had the time to talk to you. You you got to like spend time with them and talk to them and yeah, pick their brains about this, that, and the other, and it was. <laughs> It was awesome. And shout out to the dudes from uh, Cryptids of the Corn. They put on them and the the parents of the corn put on the uh, pancake breakfast the next day. They were slinging some pancakes. <laughs> I wish I would have got to be a part of that, but I had to get home to babysitter issues. So, you know, there's not a lot you can do about that. <laughs> they were they were hauling them out in trays, man. That's awesome. And there was a selection. Not just regular pancakes, blueberry oh, and chocolate chip as well. Oh man, now I really wish. Oh, man, the, that's awesome though. It was a good time. I'm 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 super thankful we got the opportunity to do it. Got invited to it and got to meet everybody and take pictures with people and just I don't know. It kind of. Uh, I was thinking to myself the other day. I'm like, man, like walking away from that makes me feel found like me and Steve are just a couple of lost boys and we got, we were found like it. I don't know. It just gave me a, a weird feeling like this is, this is, this is what we're supposed to be doing. It was weird. I had like 50 people cheering when I cracked open a monster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know what the fuck we're doing. Not, uh, not, not a whole lot. <laughs> It was awesome. We met some cool people there. It makes me excited for the future. For sure. I know we talked about it a lot. We kind of hit a plateau here as far as like getting our show out and listeners and downloads and all those schematics that we deal with. And it does kind of weigh on you after a while. You know, when you're always trying to keep moving forward, when you stagnate a little bit, it's deterring a little bit. But I felt like we needed that to get out there and get to interact with people and hang out. And it was, it was just, it was refreshing. Oh, for sure. <clears throat> it was a very welcome change of pace. 
Yes. Instead of like the the constant grind. Watching it's so crazy because we were all set up before anybody started getting there, and then like five or six hollow hollow sky shirts walk through the door, and I'm like, "What is this?" Life? I know you almost just gonna be like. Yeah, I'm like, what in the fuck is going on? What is this life? Yeah. It was it was awesome. Yeah, you feel the butterflies inside, but you're like that description from the replacements. You're a duck on, on the water. You know, up top, you, you're calm and collective. Underneath them, little legs are just a, yeah. scrambling 100 mile an hour. Yeah. It was, uh, it was awesome. It was cool. I loved it. <laughs> Dylan knows the old icebreaker there. I bet, yeah. <laughs> bet that monster crack felt like hitting a first note at a metal show. Yeah, it, it really was. I was nervous as fuck up there. I hate public speaking. For the record, this doesn't count as public speaking <clears throat> because it's kind of just like talking to Kyle. Yeah, and just reading through the chat. When I'm like sitting there and there's people in front of me, I'm the worst. My anxiety goes through the ceiling. I think it happens to everybody for the most part. It it was, yeah. My I get, I get, crazy. I get nervous too, but it all tends to flutter away. And to a degree, anyways. The monster helped a little bit break the ice. Um. Yeah, it was it was awesome. It was good energy. Good energy at it. It was good me. energy until it started becoming weird energy and when we got home. Oh yeah. Definitely weird. Yeah. Uh I guess we can we can kind of detour off of that. Uh, yesterday me and Kyle were talking about buying another GoPro camera, right? So I Found a deal on the Amazon deal. I was going to pick it up. Hang on. Before you get too far. Fauna had a great idea that I think we should look into. I think it would be really awesome for conventions. We go and we buy us one of those old school um, sticker machines from Pizza Hut. And that's how people can buy their stickers from us oh, at the conventions. You pull them out idea. in the little little fold-up white yeah. cards. You get what you get. That'd be pretty dope. That is dope. I wonder where you find one of those. I bet it's not that hard to how find one. load them? Uh-uh. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we will. If I can figure out all this crazy shit, this electronic stuff, we can figure out an old tool sticker machine. I'll just build one. Yeah, do that. <laughs> Uh, It'll just jam instead of stickers coming out, just jams on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> and if, okay, we'll put one in there that's just a note. And if you get the note, you have to get a hollow sky tattoo. Oh, that'd be cool. We'll pay for it. I would. It's a risk you have to take. <laughs> awesome. So, anyways, moving forward past the great idea. Not that I would trust, uh, don't know that I would trust the tattoo company in Ada. It was kind of small. Yeah, it was really small. <laughs> if it wasn't for the college and graveyards, I know there wasn't a whole lot there. Uh, the pizza, the pizza joint was dope. Oh, it was really good. I can't remember the name of it, but me either. But that 
Buffalo chicken pizza? Yes, please. Let's do that again. Yeah. Sarah and Shauna hooked us up with the bussin' bussin' pizza. As the kids yeah, saying. shout out to the loves for uh, running all Being over our Nation for us. Being our, our monster hookups. Usually when it's you and me there, we just don't eat or drink much. We kind of forget to do yeah. stuff. Um, but weirdness. Yeah. Okay. So we're looking at the um, GoPro. So I come into the recording room to check. And when I come in here, I smell the distinct smell of incense. Look, Steve. Boop, boop. Twizzer, I got the hookup. Damn, Twiz. I found one on, uh... oh, the sticker machine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking about a GoPro, but hell yeah. <laughs> Shoot the link to the Discord. Come in here, smell the distinct smell of incense, which me and Sarah don't burn incense. Don't do anything of the sort. But it caught me off guard because if anybody's listened to the Hellfire episodes, that was one of the phantom. Uh, what's it called? Me a phantom smells. Phantom smells. Yeah, but there's a word for it. I'm not good with those big words. I yeah. do remember you mentioning something and it was confusing for a second until you said yeah. what it was. But yeah, smelled it right off the bat. And as soon as I started to notice it, it immediately started to dissipate. But it made me reminded me of some of the things they were going through in the Hellfire Farm episodes when they had their encounters going on. So it made me wonder, ah, Padron's Pizza, made me wonder if things you can investigate can manifest themselves into your everyday life. Like we know that it can essentially like when we looked in the blood. So shit got crazy, mm-hmm. but this was just very subtle and it was very particular to what I was researching, which is strange, but it didn't, it didn't stop there. Talking about with me or you have more to share? No, I'm saying it. It also, once I text you, it also bled over into what you had going on. Yeah, I Sunday night I experienced some weird stuff. I don't, and it's one of them situations where you're not sure if your eyes play tricks on you, um, or what. And I feel stupid attempting to explain this because it's super weird. But I'm getting ready to fall asleep. In my own little world, just like, all right, time to go to bed. And then I hear the ting, 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 the drop of the bean again. Um, and for some reason, this time, it just creeped me the fuck out. Like, I had my eyes closed, trying to drift off, and then you hear it, and your eyes just shoot open. You're like, gosh, dang it. And so I'm kind of sitting there looking around, doing my thing. And here of late, I've had just that, at certain times, I have just a, damn icky feeling when it comes to the closet anymore for whatever reason. I think it's because I forget what they call it, where your eyes pick up shapes that really isn't there. You know what I'm talking about? How you'll see some, something because it looks like the way the white shirts in my closet are arranged at times against all the darker colors. It looks like something's in the closet. 
And I forget what that's called, where your eyes play tricks on you like that. But that's not the weirdest part. And I haven't had it happen since. So maybe, maybe stress-induced, uh, sleep deprivation. I don't know. But I started, I started seeing weird. Yeah, that's it. Right Paradolia. Here. Yeah, that's it. I wasn't even going to attempt to try to say it on my own. But uh, I started seeing weird lights. And a couple of them were exceptionally bizarre. Like I remember, and it's really hard to explain, but it looked, I'm trying to figure out how to explain this. You know, whenever Dr. Strange is opening up his portal and you see all these little sparks that come off of it, like little, they just fly away. Now imagine if you took one of those one little spark, one little firefly, and you let it fly in your room. It was like a semicircle motion, almost like a like insect would do. But it stayed orange, reddish orange, came down, went this way, but you could clearly see a tail on it, like it, like you would, you know, a shooting star or something. There's a little tail. Creepy. It was weird, dude. And then it went away. Like, nothing else happened. But it was just... So I don't know if it's... If it was just my eyes playing tricks on me. You know, because I'm sure there's a whole medical list of reasons that something like that could happen. But I don't know. Really Hmm. weird. Really strange. And I just had a weird feeling for quite some time. Until I guess I finally passed out. Because it's one of them ones where you're like, hey, it's Sunday. It's 1130. You need to go to sleep because you got you got work in the morning, dummy. Maybe it's the Fae. Maybe. I don't know. The bean thing is weird. John, John just said you got Fae problems. <laughs> well, weird. I don't know. I have no idea. thinking about it, uh, we did get to see the dudes from Silver Pilled podcast, Harrison. Yep. And we did bring up the flutes, which True. also when we talked about that, we were focusing pretty heavily on the Fae. Uh, we also had multiple people bring up the missing forks and missing spoons while we were there. Oh, yeah, that is weird. That's a good point. And um, the week prior, we talked Bledsoe with Avery, too. Yeah. Speaking yeah, of which, we, and we brought everybody up Bledsoe. Yeah, for everybody that's interested, um, we had Avery on to talk about Bledsoe. We had her on the night shift. Well, apparently this Friday, she's releasing her episode with Ryan Bledsoe, and she brings up some of the questions that we more or less presented to Avery and overall have. Oh, that would be interesting. So she says that she, she, she brings them up. So it's going to be interesting to to hear i guess a semi-official response yeah well i mean i'm definitely gonna definitely gonna check it out to see what he has to say about that type of stuff because as far as i know they're holding more cards than i know and he might have a reasonable explanation as to why they're more convinced it's this than that 
It'll be a, be an interesting episode to oh for sure sit in on. Oh, we got uh, friends in the chat came over from the strange road. Shout out to our friends. Just shout out to all the hitchhikers nice. on the strange road. I know oh. um, Jeremiah Bigfoot Society has a live show tonight as well. Oh, nice, nice. In what thirty five minutes? I think because I think it's the same time as ours, but it's not because it's. I think His he's time zone no, 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 no. I think he's Central Standard too. Is he? I don't know. Maybe it's nine o'clock Central Standard Time is when he's doing it. I don't remember, but I remember seeing the uh, the post about it today. Another weird thing, since we're talking about the Faye and stuff, I uh, that new docu series on Netflix Encounters. If you haven't watched that, go check it out. It's about a UFO encounters, but uh, one of them they bring up uh, the hearing of the flutes. This, uh, I'm trying to remember, I think it was the uh, Zimbabwe school uh, sighting. Some of the children uh, noted that they heard the sound of flutes whenever they saw the UFO, which is terrifying. It's kind of weird. Um, and they did a mass sighting somewhere in the UK, I can't remember but they also brought up the Fae in that episode too. They made a really good point about how once the Fae hit the mainstream media, maybe it was in, I can't remember where it was, but it took this weird turn where they're all like positive and haha little tricksters when in reality they were actually fairly nefarious like they were they were a race of beings that shared the planet with us so they like there was almost competition like they would do things to lure people out into the woods to make people disappear you know like (laughs) kind of the opposite of how they're portrayed in modern media now like the with tinkerbell and all that shit but i thought it was I thought it was weird it's been on such a fake kick here lately. It is weird. You used to not really hear about them very often. Yeah. And how 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 was there in the episode, how was there a correlation between the aliens and Faye? Do you remember? I can't remember if it was orbs. Or if they were seeing like little humanoid creatures, I can't remember because I watched them all pretty much back to back. But that particular, I think it was episode three. I can't remember the name of it. But that particular episode, super weird. Touched on all sorts of shit, man. They had Men in Black encounter, which was hella strange. I love those so much. Two, they were basically two twins in full black suits. They said they showed up at this family renovated this old castle, right? This old like fortress and turned it into a bed and breakfast. And then they started seeing weird shit and um, UFO sighting that evidence of the UFO burnt to the ground, all this shit. Well, then 
they had a men in black encounter where these two men in suits, they said they were exactly identical. And when they spoke, they spoke at exactly the same time. That's they were just tandem talking at the same time. Like, did you actually see their mouths moving together and stuff? Yeah. They said That's it was, a, it was re like remade, but she said they spoke at exactly the same time. That's weird. Um, they also started to see, uh, a, like a giant figure in a silver suit walking around. Uh, there was an there was an account of these people who lived in the town <clears throat> that it walked behind, like walked in front of their window, and it was so big, like the head and shoulders were completely over their like eight foot window. So it was like a massive creature, whatever it was. But it's uh, it's interesting. Definitely check it out. It's worth it's worth watching. I think I got four episodes. They did the, they did the Stevens Steventown Stevensville Texas mass sighting, which is crazy, crazy. That uh, led to the FAA banning any uh, of the public being able to FOIA uh, air traffic. Oh control yeah, I remember you telling me about that. Then there was the. Zimbabwe schoolyard encounter. Then there was the UK encounter, which there was a, it was double. It it was seen at the school there too. And it was also seen at uh, the castle in the end as well as other, all kinds of other places. Like the whole, the whole gamut of the series is their, their mass sightings. And then the last one was uh, the UFOs that they saw after the Japanese tsunami and the Fukushima, uh, incident so they were all they were all good i heard it was a really good show yeah it's it's pretty awesome it's pretty awesome they have a bunch of uh like professors and stuff speaking doctors and doc like people that you would kind of uh have credence in what they say. You know, you wouldn't necessarily question them a whole lot on it. Right. But it's, it's, yeah, it's a good, it's good. I'm with uh, it. I'd watch it if I had Netflix still, but I don't. It's, it's pretty dope. Oh, there was a new Bigfoot sighting yesterday from Southern Colorado. I posted it on the TikTok as soon as I saw it. Uh, these people are taking this train ride through the mountains. I'm assuming it's something similar. We went to North Dakota and they have the, like this old, old timey train. You can ride it from one town to the next. It's like a tourist attraction. I'm assuming it's the same thing, but these people are filming and this, it's just walking out in the open, like out in like a brush field, just walks by and sits down on this rock. It's weird. The shape of the body's weird. It's got super long legs and really long arms. But I got to dig in a little bit, and there is a uh, camper, like pull-behind camper, uh, big sales hub there, and their mascot is a Sasquatch. And they Hmm. have a legit Sasquatch suit. I don't know if it's the same one. Interesting. It's weird that it's in, like, the same valley that this was sighted in. That is weird. So. It sucks that if that is... Truly a spoof video. It sucks that people do that type of shit. I guess you could plan it out. You could you could plant somebody on the train. 
and then have your buddy go out in the suit to catch those, uh, catch that footage. Yeah. There's a lot of people saying that it's a guy in a suit. I, like I said, it's, it's hard to see anyway. So as all Sasquatch films are, but once I started digging in and saw that, like you're losing, losing a lot of your credibility there, but I know a bunch of the big, the big, um, Bigfoot people are picking up. I saw Ronnie LeBlanc shared it and all kinds of stuff. Well, um, it may have been in South like Dakota. That. Can't remember if it's North Dakota or South Dakota. A lot of people get excited when that type of shit happens, man. Because it feeds their narrative and they want they want to run and take it to the moon. You know, and then unfortunately in today's world, you have the social media rush too. Yeah. Where you you want to be the first one to post it, and you want to be, you know, the one to break it and all that shit. And hey, Hollow Colt, the weather's getting nice, and you know what that means? It's cryptid hunting season, and the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tacovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tacovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin Hollow Sky branded boots. How awesome would that be? Nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. That's why sometimes I see like everybody on my feed post the same video and I'm like, well, I know what I'm not posting. I'm not <laughs> posting that video. And I know it's it's kind of counterproductive, but I don't know. Everybody's already posted it. It sucks. Yeah. I just, when I saw it, I tried to, I kind of try to just put it out there kind of unbiased, like just, just to get it out there for people to make their own opinions on. Because I mean, they're seeing the same thing I'm seeing. So, <clears throat> right. I wasn't there to get to watch the Sasquatcher man in a Sasquatch suit walk walk around. Actually, and another thing too, fucking way off the topic here. Um, for anybody in the chat, how fast do stars move in the night sky? Because I may or may not have seen something the other night. Let's go. Well, it'd be actually, it would have been the morning. I got up Monday morning, went outside to have a cigarette, 
and looked up in the sky and noticed that there was super, super, super bright light. And I thought it dimmed and brightened, but I think what happened was clouds passed over it. I think that's what happened. See, while uh, you're thinking, hit the like and subscribe button. Yeah, please. Um, but twiz, that's kind of what I'm getting at because so I usually get up at when do I get up? I'm anywhere from five oh five to five twenty at the latest. And I, so that would have been roughly about the time that I seen it. Um, then yeah, because I that helps me <laughs> solved. People are becoming far too literal. No, Twiz, it wasn't Starlink because it stayed stationary. It wasn't moving. And it was a, it kind of reminds you of like the North Star because it was really, really, really bright. And then, so 520 at the latest, when I left for work that morning, which is usually about six, it was completely gone. I couldn't find it in the night sky anymore. Hmm. So it gives it what a, a forty minute window to completely disappear. That's weird. And it would be on the west side of my house. And I so I scanned from south to north, essentially southwest north, and I couldn't find it anywhere in the night sky. So I'm not I'm not sure I'm not saying it was anything, but that's kind of why I'm inquiring if how you know far do they move within essentially forty minutes. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it's just a weird because it, it freaked me out at first whenever uh that cloud passed over it. I was I think it was a cloud and it it dimmed and then it got bright. I was like, oh, shit. Send staring at a UFO right now. Send you messages. I'm like, this I just, isn't cool. When you get up to go to work then the next morning or two, I'd look back out that way if it's clear, see if it's there. Well, Project Red <laughs> production just solved the mystery. Oh. Yeah. Jetpacks. Yeah. Fucking shit, I know. I always forget about that stuff. Swamp gas reflecting the light from Venus onto a weather balloon with Peruvian wow. gold miners flying them with jetpacks. That's still going on down there. Every day I get a different. There's the, different the jetpack people. Yes. Like are they different Twitter they, posts from Peru? Are they still seeing entities? Is the way yes, you're getting at getting attacked? Holy like God. people are dying. Like like murders. That these jetpack miners are happening. See, and that's fucked up because remember when it first happened and the the military down there was actually stepping in to quote unquote handle the situation. And then it got turned into this whole um illegal miner situation with jetpacks. Yes. Like even even let's just pretend that it is people with jetpacks. Why are you not going in there and doing something about it? Because they're obviously killing people. Yeah, there dude, there's it's every day it's somebody new. There was a there's like this 13-year-old boy talking about getting attacked. There was a girl that was electrocuted and like lost sight in her eye from it and there was they found like a body along the river and 
It's it's like every day. That is fucking weird. I, I didn't even realize that was it. still a thing. I thought yeah. it was over with. I'll have to start sending them to you because they pop yeah. up. Yeah, do that because I'll post it on the Instagram and shit. All the time. Oh. It's so weird. Uh, Shout out to our homie uh, Brandon Wright. He sent us this book here called uh, Shadows of Cedarville. It's a fictional hey, yeah. book, but it is based off his encounters with a uh, dog man that he actually had. Uh, he took the time to send this to us. So check it out. Read it. Again, it's fictional, but he has had actual encounters. He also hosts a podcast called uh, Tin Foil Tales. You guys go check that out. Show him some love uh, because this is dope. It's dope that he thought of us. And sent it. He wrote us a nice little letter, but that's for me and Kyle. Uh, yeah. Mother member of the Hollow Cult, creating content, and uh, check him out for sure. Heck yeah. And I'm I'm with you, Maynard. I, getting that app would actually be rather smart. As far as, like, yeah. if you think you see something in the night sky that you can't quite explain, you're unsure about it, that would actually be pretty handy to have. Just reading in the chat here. I'd like to know why the MIB doesn't show up more so in today's times. Christian, that's what I would like to know. I don't hear too many stories about it, to be 100% honest with you. But, as I mean, I'm not into every single thing either because I don't know what that means. That's too much information for me. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. See, it just completely threw me off course. I don't even know how to process right now. I covered some weird stories on Patreon, though, that kind of line up with... Men in Black? Uh, no. There was a weird possible Dogman one. That I actually reached out because I was like, man, I don't know if they do this. Do they do this? And then I had a couple of responses. And then there was a weird one, though, that I covered from Australia that totally reminded me of Sir No Face. Creepy. Also from Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Creepy. I didn't like when I was writing it, that didn't even register. None of it registered in my brain until I'm, I'm reading it out on the Patreon and talking about it. And I'm like, oh, wait. Because at first I was like, because it and, and it dealt with strobing lights. I'll go, I'll put that out there. But I was like, that's weird. Because in Cerno Face, they caught evidence of the strobing light. And then I'm like, oh shit, Cerno Face 100% happened in Australia. I'm like, that's <laughs> fucking weird. It's weird. Uh, speaking of dog, man, I'm not, I'm not here to cut anybody's lawn, but at the pancake dinner, our homies from Crypto of the Corn showed a little sneak peek of their next documentary that's coming out. Oh, nice. It's fucking dope. Really? Yes. Just the content that they're working on. Like it's, it's a hundred percent like scientific and legit, but the fact that it's the fact that it is probably 
uh, not only plausible that this that they're looking into is true and real and in the United States, but it's probable that it is real. And that's all I'm going to say. Interesting. But they brought up a very good point tied into the dog man phenomena. It's, it's crazy. It should be out fairly soon. I know they were working on it. They showed us a little like 25 minute sneak peek there, but it's not. I really wish I would have been there. Gosh, dang it. It's not. And uh, if you talk to, (laughs) if you talk to those dudes, especially Justin, that guy is a wealth of knowledge when yeah. it comes to anything biology. Yeah. He definitely knows his shit. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It is ridiculous. But the stuff that they're working on, I don't know if they've released an episode on it, but I know this documentary is about it. Uh, it's, <laughs> it makes you just, you're just like, what in the fuck? Yeah. What in the fuck? Yeah. We need to get to working on some of our documentaries. Yeah. Our jobs keep getting in the way. Well, yeah, yeah. There, <laughs> There is free time. It just, in order to do it, we have to sacrifice the other set of weekends that we have. I secretly run a dogman grooming and washing business. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Cryptic cuts. I like that. Mm. I like that. I can think of some more clever watch, ones, but I just I still need to watch Tony's documentary, The Shape of Shadows. Oh, yeah. I haven't gotten to see that yet. I need to find time to do that. Maybe I'll do it this weekend. Wife's going out of town, so. I saw that. Uh, Tony's supposed to be going on uh Bo Show, The Bump. Yeah. Either he just did or he's going to. Uh, to talk I think about they already that. recorded. I think it's getting ready to release. Yeah, and I know he's going. Tony's also going um, over to the Tim Pool compound to record with one of those guys. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Dude just gets bigger and bigger every time you see him. Yeah, <laughs> steady grinding. Burden. That's exactly what my my three year old thinks <clears throat> that my wife is going out of town. She thinks it's going to be a party. <laughs> she, I was telling her about it tonight, and she's like. Dad, I got it figured out. And keep in mind, this is a three-year-old. She goes, first, we're going to make popcorn. Is that then plan? we're going to have milk. And then we're going to watch Rainbows, which Rainbows is code, for some reason, is code for YouTube. <laughs> I thought she said Rambos. No, Rainbows. So like, let's go. And she's like, and we're we're gonna do all of this in bed, and I'm like, perfect, yeah, absolutely I don't, perfect. I don't, see, I don't see any flaws in the plan. Uh, it's hilarious, man. The popcorn and milk combos, a little strange, but you know what? <laughs> She's three. I tried. I'm not gonna knock it. it, till I try it. She's three. I'm not gonna knock it. Till I try it. I don't know. I thought it was just hilarious, man. <laughs> she was just like, "This is it. We're gonna have so much fun." I'm like, I, I'm glad. I'm glad you're excited. <laughs> I love that she's so stoked. Like she's oh, planning out the weekend. Bro, she was so fucking it. excited about it. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to start recording some uh, Patreon episodes too. Uh, oh, they'll yeah. probably be 
they'll probably be fairly short. I got some one-off uh, UFO encounters that are pretty interesting. I've just been tucking back. Uh, haven't really wrote anything on them, but I figure if it's f- 15 minutes extra content, still 15 minutes extra content. So yeah, uh, we got some weird ones in there. The more you look at it, it's, it is strange how many UFOs make themselves known to school children. Not just like young kids, That's but like schools creepy. full of kids. I don't kids. need to know that. You know That's what I mean? Creepy. Like on the playground, like there's 60 like kids during, out here. So during school hours. Yes. What the yes. fuck? I've only heard the, I think I've only heard the Zimbabwe one, right? Yeah. And because that's, that's the probably, big famous one. Yeah. 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 So that's the only one that I've heard. Then there was the one in the UK, which I can't remember the name of it, which was also on there. Uh, then I just found this one weird shit, man. Weird shit. Like, I don't know if they were screen memorying, using screen memories to fool the kids, but weird. That's fucking weird. Yeah. On my my Patreon episode, not too bone horn, but I got a story about a dude that fist fights a robot alien. Good. It's pretty cool. I listen to my little YouTube channels on my way to work, right? And they always do like, 10 weird encounters with aliens you've never heard of and one of the ones on today's was the episode that we did on the old boy that got ran up the tree was shooting oh, his yeah. arrows at him yeah, yeah 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 oh today's the 50th anniversary of the pascagoula abductions forgot about oh, that's, that that's ironic 50 years ago today hopefully we don't get abducted yeah i'm not trying to do that no that's definitely a scary situation. Cause I can still remember that time when we when you reacted like there was a UFO in the sky at your house, and it terrified me. Well, we don't know what it was. I know, I know. Technically, as of right now, it is a UFO. That's true. Technically. Kind Technically. Of. Well, what do you think? You want to open along the lines for a little bit and yeah. kind of see where we can go with that? Because I feel like if we ever get out in the field, which we will, when we get out in the field, let me put it that yeah, way. When and we it's see something, phrasing. we see something shitty. It's we are yeah. Our reaction is going to be great internet. That's true. Great internet. That is a hundred percent true. It's definitely going to be weird to get out there and go. Oh, another piece of information that I found today. Um, they got some samples back from one of these uh, meteors, comets, whatever, passing by the Earth. They landed on it, took samples. They got the samples back, and they contain the samples contain water and carbon. Interesting. So it's also interesting to me that they pulled an Armageddon. Yeah, I didn't even know that was possible. Yep, one of the near-Earth asteroids. So, I mean, granted, it's near Earth, but it's also in space, and it has the building blocks for life that we understand on Earth. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Very interesting. Definitely cool. You know, we got robots on Mars and probes passing the Kepler belt and shit, so... Uh, people in the chat, if you have seen this video, 
let me know if you think it's real or fake. I saw a video today. I know it's slightly old. I'm pretty sure I've accidentally scrolled past it before. But you remember the the, the stunt not too long ago where it's for that new fucking movie. But anyways, they had these people go to the football stadium that look like AI drone type deals. Oh, I didn't see that. You seen those pictures? There's a dude that's coming out who freeze frames one of the the robots and he says it's an illegal clone of him. <laughs> and they do kind of look similar. I'm not going to lie. There is an odd resemblance between it. the two. And I he's like it. he's like fuck it, I'm going out here on I don't care what happens, the truth needs to come out. <laughs> and I'm just like what the fuck? Not to mention weird timing with the whole uh, Mr. Marshall case in the the human cloning. I was uh, just thinking that centers and shit. I'm like, they're gonna put him on the front Super of a weird. fucking Metallica album next. Probably. <laughs> Those were strange. Advertisement but, for weird shit is getting out there. Oh yeah, dude, it's only gonna get fucking weirder. Like the Before advertisement, long, everybody's gonna be telecoleptically communicating with each other. Tele- hashtag telecoleptic. Hell yeah. That's a big earn word there. <laughs> it's a real word, so trust me. Yeah, I, I didn't question it. I just yeah. want uh, people, it's it's deserved to be used. Yeah. Telecoleptic. Yeah. I'm not even sure what that consists of. Everything. Like I've literally that's how I say telepathy and stuff. Ever uh, since I heard that, it's it's always been telecoleptic since from that day on. <laughs> I was waiting for <laughs> telecoleptic. It's so good. I mean so it's, good. I feel like if it's not a real thing, it we're manifesting it. Yeah, oh for sure. Manifesting for sure. it into a real a real life situation. Oh man, it is priceless. Some of the words that I get to walk away with are just, they're too good. It's knowledge you never knew you wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we learned both. some things. Oh, we definitely In the Stevens household. We definitely learned some things. A lot of things we didn't sign up to learn. It's true. <laughs> Fucking true story. Hashtag oh, telecoleptic. Man. That needs to be a bumper sticker. Yeah. Like, I just love the the disregard for any vocabulary at all. No, they don't even have to be there. They're A, not real words. B, not associated with any real thoughts. Yeah. There's a bunch of letters like, like, <laughs> it was like words that you, that are similar. You just smush them together. Yeah. Just throw them right together. Yeah. And there was, there was one time, man. Oh, gosh. It was so funny. I know this is way off topic, but we were playing, or no, we were wanting to play video games. And he was like, hey, I about bought you that new video game. I'm like, which one? He's like, Need for Speed Caribbean. And I'm, 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 you know, I've always been a bit of a gamer. And I'm looking at Josh, I'm like, Need for Speed Caribbean? Like, what the fuck is that? Is that like a 1940 game or some shit? Well, Mind you, a new Need for Speed game did come out. It was called Need for Speed Carbon. 
Fucking trying his best. <laughs> trying his best. God bless so it. It was too good. Too fucking good, man. Just fun little stories from our past. Sorry for devi- the deviation. That might be a documentary in itself. Never speak Caribbean? Yes. <laughs> Telecoleptic. If you can spell it, it's a word. It's also a spell. That's why you call it spelling. Yeah, I've been mm. seeing a lot of that here lately. I also did I mention it last time the Bruce Lee quote. Yeah, I I yeah, totally did. Definitely cool little quote that I stumbled on that time. I like that. That's uh, Burton traveled into Minnesota at the exact spot where Brandon Swanson went missing in 08. Not at all what I was expecting. Creepy, creepy case. There's all types of bizarre, creepy cases out there. We still, yeah. we guys keep stumbling across them. Yeah. I keep thinking about uh, doing some more missing persons cases. I also have been flirting with the idea to see if we can't get our times together to try and get Steve Stockton on the show. Uh, he does the Among the Missing podcast or YouTube channel, I should say. But he's getting ready to put out a new show. Um, basically covers a gamut of paranormal and weirdness. Hell yeah. But he he went hard the last few years um, putting out missing persons cases, uh, trying to bring their cases to light. Uh, he put a lot of work in. He was supposed to be at the Dogman convention last year, but I think he got COVID before he had a chance to get down there. So uh, I was really sucks. looking forward to hear him speak. I know he's super busy, but I thought about reaching out see if you'd want to come on and talk with us i'm trying to get us on jack osborne's new podcast called ghosts and grit i feel like we're meant to go there yeah just in that little video that he posted i'm like well i don't know two other guys that kind of fit the bill it's true just throwing that out there oh steve may have been on the belief hole Hell yeah, I'll have to check it out. Go look it up, see if they interviewed him, because uh, I interact with him a little bit on Facebook when they do lives. Uh, we kind of chit-chat back and forth, but the dude puts in work for missing people, and he he does it with a respect that like you you can admire, because he always puts out who to contact if you have any information, and just kind of goes the extra the extra little bit to keep the people that are missing and their families at the forefront of uh, his content. That's awesome. Use your telecoleptic powers to get us on. I saw that. I'm going to have to do that. <laughs> we could all, we could do a, or, or we, we use here. Here we go. I got it guys. Stroke of genius manifest or just a stroke. Teleconnectic teleclep teleclepto. Or we all or you use steal our things with your thoughts. Telecoleptic-ness. And we manifest Hollow Sky winning the $1.5 billion lottery. All my tonight. tickets, baby. And then we basically buy a state and turn it into a hollow nation. Yes. Think of how much content we could put out if we win the lottery. All oh, of it. would be great. Yeah, and we all wouldn't have it. to have ads or funding. No, we we'll put out all the content. It. We'd just be good. 
He was unbelievable. I'm going to have to peep it. I'll probably listen to that on the way to work tomorrow. I need to start listening to them. I don't know Steve personally, but he seems like a pretty solid dude. And his name's Steve, so, I mean, he can't be that bad, right? That's funny that you mentioned that, Twiz. In the world. May or may not have something in the works for that. Taking over the world? You know what I'm talking about. The damn image I created the other day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Merch. <laughs> I almost, I, I went, that being said, uh, since there's stickers on sale, I went through and kind of mocked one up, and I almost bought them today. <laughs> I almost paid for them to get them sent. Pray, Liddy. It's, it's too good. It's That idea is too good to sit on. We cannot talk I'm about it until the merch gets printed because people like to get their little fingers on our ideas and run know, around with it. them. <laughs> got to keep. We're all about supporting everybody. We're all about it. Just got to keep your fingers out of our cookie jar, all right? Project Red, that's a good question. Can your remote control view with your telecoleptic powers the winning numbers? I will try. Oh, I already bought my ticket, though. I did, too. Shit. And the drawing stops in like 45 minutes, I think. 30, 45 minutes or 15. I can't remember. It's in the 9 o'clock hour. Here, so we anyways. might already be winners. Maybe. We could, be, we could be billionaires right now. I mean, I wouldn't be mad at that. Uh, a, col- a collab with the Beliefful. I know we did uh, promo swaps with them and uh, God, I can't forget which one of which one it is, but it actually created our intro song for us. They did do that, which is fantastic because I love our intro song. Yeah, that's a banger. It's hashtag a banger. dubstep sucks. Hashtag one star dubstep sucks. That's also going to be a sticker. We're about to take over the sticker game. When we were at the convention, I literally almost asked the, asked the panel that. Like, what's your favorite shitty one star review? When they were talking about it, I'm fully convinced that someone goes through and leaves all of us the same one-star review. Oh, most literally likely. everyone talks about like, you talk like school children. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just that, that, speak that, of that. the Stevens and he shall appear. Right. <laughs> um, that'll forever be the one star that I remember. Dubstep sucks. That When it, you read that to me, I lost my shit. I thought it was the funniest thing ever. That's that's there's no context. No critique. Nothing. One star dubstep sucks. It's fucking awesome. It is solid. Probably the best trash review we've ever gotten. Oh, hands down. Without question. I feel like that sticker would move. I'm not opposed to it at all whatsoever. Just put one one solid star out of five, dubstep sucks. Mm-hmm. I would just screenshot the review, crop out the the name, and use that. Oh, the That's name's staying. You put your shit on the internet, you're gonna own it. I mean, I'm okay. I'm fine with that too. We'll just get it mocked up on like two by twos, and which will be super cheap, and then we'll just slip it in for free with every merch spot. Each parallel universe, you have a different intro. We have people still tell us that. Yeah, that's weird. But it looks like Twiz is calling. Twister. It is time. Hey, welcome to the night shift. Time for the nine o'clock twistery. My teleconnectic powers have a question from the ether. All right, let's do this. 
Which would you rather have? Would you rather catch a Bigfoot or catch an alien? Alien. Hands down, alien. Hmm. Let me think. Okay, yeah, so probably you, alien. And why, why an alien then? I'm going to say alien too. Because bare minimum... No, I mean, in theory, bare minimum, it suggests life outside of this planet. I'm going to say alien because if we catch a Bigfoot, uh, I don't know. I feel like it's not going to end up well for the Bigfoots. I feel like it's going to open a can of worms. We're not going to be able to shut and they probably won't be along that long, be around that long afterwards. We catch an alien, fuck them, because Steve said it. They're terrifying. A, they do shitty things to us. B, so then we can prove it, and then we can figure out a way to fight them. So you're just discounting the possibility that Sasquatch could be an alien. If he is, he can get it too. Oh no, you didn't specify that in the question. You can't change the rules. Mid question. Are you are you new here? That's what I do. No, <laughs> I, I change all the rules you can't, and then make you can't you question do that. the rest or not. I got one for you, Twiz. Twiz. What's throw it? I got one for you. And anybody in the chat. You could have the answer to one of these two questions, but you can only choose one. What happens after we die? Or are we alone in the universe? Oh shit, that's a hard one. You can That's only choose one. one. The rest, I, know one I, I know which one I'd pick. The question you don't pick, the answer is lost to the ether forever. No chance of ever having an answer to it. So it's a ch- uh, this is tough because it's a, it's a choice between being selfish and then sharing it with everybody else. Because if you take if you take are we alone in the universe, then that opens up the possibility for everybody. But I would think that if you find out, if you find out what's next, nobody would believe you anyway. I mean, how many stories have we heard from countless people with near death experiences that say they cross the, the white light and go to heaven and then come back? You know what I mean? So nobody would believe you anyway. You'd kind of just be doing it for yourself. So, yeah, I'm picking the selfish one. What's what's next? Um, what about you, Kyle? I'm 100% picking Are We Alone in the Universe? Me too, and I think we're probably on the same page. Yeah, <laughs> because if I ask for life after death and somebody tells me there's nothing absolute zilch not a nothing the lights just go out I don't know if that's too comforting I think that's far worse than finding out if we're alone or not in the universe yeah I think I'm with you there um, 
I'm going to die regardless, regardless of what's on the other side. Eventually, I'm going to get to that point, mm-hmm. and I'm going to have to face that fact. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to learn what happens after we die. Yeah, and that's also a loophole in your question. So, as you say, the other one goes to the ether. You never find out. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. I guess technically that's a loophole. Bad. Yeah, Kyle's using his telepathic powers because if you don't. If you don't find out, changing the rules, then lights could go out. Lights could go out, and that could be it, just for you, since you yeah. didn't ask. Yeah. If you, That's if fair. you, yeah. If we want to play analytical genie here, if then we want to yeah. play Twiz's advocate. Right. Isn't right. that what we do? Right. That's what we, what we do. do. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to have the knowledge that there is nothing after we pass. I would rather it. You you pass and the lights go out. Than to know, and I don't know why. I guess it's most likely because of how we're all raised. We're raised with the that, that there is one hundred percent something after death. So I think that's probably why it would affect us so much by being told there's absolutely nothing. The lights just go out. Yeah, I feel like you would almost still you'd almost still question it. Oh yeah, for sure you, you know would. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. I don't, I'm not. There's got to be, there's got to be a little bit of comfort in knowing one way or the other, though. You know what I mean? It's It's got to, it's got to smooth the edges there on some, because yeah. even if you know that the lights go out, then the rest of your life, you can live that knowing, literally make the most of every day. Because there's nothing on the other side. And whatever you leave behind is what you leave behind. I guess I'm kind of in the camp that I feel like it wouldn't, knowing that there's an afterlife or knowing that there's not, wouldn't change me as a person or how I act very much. No, I I was going to bring that up though. How much for some people it might change their actions. Yeah. And then I feel like if that, if it comes to that point, if you change, if you change the way you're living because they're they're like, it is confirmed that you're going to heaven out of fear. Yeah. I don't feel like you were living that good of a life to begin with. No. Right. You know what I mean? No, and that's that's my big thing is that if you have to believe in something out of fear and that's your knowledge, that's I mean that's not really a way to express yourself amongst all the other life forms that you're sharing reality with. I mean, we want to kind of make as little waves as possible when it comes to vibrations we're putting out and you know, the life we live. And if you just get a a blank check to know, and well, you're not going to have any repercussions no matter what you do. It's yeah. not the, not the way to be going anyway. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's uh, absolutely spot on, but I'm with Steve. I don't think that I would change it all. I enjoy being a decent person. So, Yep. I feel like so since you both want since you both want aliens, what if the stipulation now to to 
catch an alien is you have to be caught first, fire in the sky style. And you have to go through that experience. That. No, yeah, man. and then you get brought back and you get to keep your little ET buddy. No. 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 They can just stay light years away. They can fucking stay. Bigfoot's looking awful good. Bigfoot's looking awful good if you have to go through the Well, do, the does Bigfoot have to capture us first? Yeah, because I ain't trying to be captured by that thing either. Yeah, that either. I'm mm-hmm. I'm perfectly content with not, not knowing either one of them can exist yeah. at that point. I, I see what monkeys do at the zoo. Well, thank you. Yeah. Nobody know. I won't I won't I won't push that one. I'll just <laughs> say the aliens. I was thinking, I was my thinking question about, to you is about my question to you about the fire in the sky situation. Yeah, he got blown up, but they fixed him. And the only thing that he went home with was the memories. I mean, if they're so, just intergalactic um EMS, that's not so bad. When we when we had a chance to talk to Travis, uh he said that he doesn't think that they meant to hurt him when he touched that UFO. No, I never got that impression either. Yeah. I thought that it was like the a reaction when the spaceship was taken off and he just got caught in like if you would stand at the end of a rocket. Yeah, I never you know, got the impression like that they intentionally hurt him. No, and it was almost like they it was almost like they were trying to right the wrong that they did in fixing him. The the way he kind of put it, like they knew that they had messed up in hurting this this human, so they were just trying to get him back together as well as they could before they let him let him go. I don't. It's interesting hearing him talk about it compared to the embellishments that Hollywood took, because if you think about the Hollywood story, you think that they're taking him, doing experiments on him and all this, where when he explains it, that they just took him aboard to try to uh, undo the wrong that they did. Because you listen to the, like the way he explains the account as given by uh, the other loggers, they said his body collapsed like every bone in his body was broken. Like he just like, like just skin suit to the ground. And he thinks that's why it took him five days to get him back together because there was so much trauma that actually happened. Well, can you imagine if, if we have a soul or an energy-based part of our life. Can you imagine the trauma just on that of your shell being destroyed and then put back together in five days? You know, somebody gets hit by a car and gets in traction. They're in traction for six months. Takes forever for your body to, and even then you're going through massive amounts of pain. So, if your body disintegrates and then gets regenerated, yeah, I would have a man. I would have, I would imagine that have a a stain on your on your essence, not just your body. Yeah, it, it would be a very traumatic event. I 
assume. Still messed up. They left him. I don't care that they came back and looked for him. Yeah, you don't leave a home. Just the ditcher. Road, yeah. Because, I mean, like, I look at it as how you would feel as if you struck an animal with your car. It's an accident. It ran out. And if you had the ability to heal it, you would. Most likely, And these yeah. aliens have the technology and the ability to do it. So they did. Which go tells me that they're not at least that set isn't all bad yeah because they at least healed him yeah and maynard in the chat said i think it took travis a while to see it like that his view changed over time that is that is true yeah listening to him talk now he definitely looks at it with a different light and in the context that he's looking at it it's it's almost as if whatever these beings were alien whatever had like you said enough empathy to want to try to write what they did wrong instead of just i mean they could have left him there in a pile of, of broken bones and skin and f- took off to whatever dimension that they live in but they didn't they tried to fix him and i just don't see why evil beings would fix them. You know what I mean? Like you, you hear some factions do yeah. some pretty gnarly stuff. I hear some stuff going on. Now I can't think of the place where it is where they're melting faces. I was going to make a face mount joke, but yeah, Peru. you hear, you know, miners with jetpacks and alien beings melting people's faces with lanterns. And they're not fixing those people. Yeah. But it then does. you get stories like Travis. It does lead, no. lead some credence that there there are there may I'm not gonna say are, I'm not gonna speak in absolutes. There may be different factions or races or species that have different agendas that, that hold us in a different light just based on based on the fact that they were there and wanted to fix them. Uh Grim, I think he's supposed to be at CryptidCon this year. Don't quote me. I've seen I'm pretty sure different uh little promo flyers, some with him on them and some without. But I think he will be in Lexington at CryptidCon in November 18th and 19th, I believe. Which I think if our schedules open up, we'll probably try to go again this year. I know that they said, I was talking to the Cryptos of the Corn fellas, they said that the all the rooms are already booked up in the hotel. So if you're going to stay, oh dang, you're going to have to book off-site. It's a big one this year. There are some heavy hitters talking this year. That's crazy. Uh, I think it's November 18th and 19th, Burton. That's crazy. Oh. I don't know that I would have tried getting us a booth there. I wish that was going to be that big. What did I answer, John? Oh, when it's Crypticon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's awesome. When we went in 2019, there was like two rooms and then the auditorium where they spoke last year. Monstrous. Oh, it was so big. It's gotten so much bigger. There was probably four or 500 vendor tables there. It was gigantic. 
there was Definitely at least weird, three or four vendor rooms, uh, the big speaking auditorium. It's uh, dope. Lexington, Kentucky, CryptidCon, November 18th and 19th. Uh, if our schedules are clear and we go down there, we'll just be walking around. Yeah, I know uh, Jay and Justin said that we're fully welcome to hang out at their table, and kick it with them. If we don't want to be on our feet all day, they said just pull up a chair and we'll all kick it together. So we may be at their table. I think they were there last year too. Yeah. Yeah. Last year was <laughs> we sorry, Twist. I still know you're there. I got sidetracked, bro. Bro, it's all good. I'm just happy <laughs> I, to be here. I know Jeremiah kept coming up to us wanting us to meet and hook up with the cryptid of the corn guys, but every time we walked by their table, bro, they they were banging there. They had people at their table every time we walked through. It was dope. Who's the who's the holy grail for you to meet? To meet? Oh, that's interesting that you asked that because I was asked at Fortian. In, uh, in a roundabout way. Across the board forever. Uh I'm either gonna say uh dead or alive. Uh my answer is probably the same. Either Charles Fort or John Keel. I would love to be able to pick their brains. I'd like to get into the mindset of Charles Fort when he started uh, archiving all these weird, strange events throughout history. Like what, what motivated him to do that? And Keel's way of thinking is just on another, another plane. I'm with what about him. you, Kyle. I don't know. Got any? I don't know, man. Because, like, when we were there, we got asked if you could kind of got skewed. It's basically if you could interview anybody slash go out to the field with anybody, who would you pick? And going out in the field, I picked Josh Gates because he does. Hell, yeah. His shit's awesome, right? Modern day. And then they were, then I threw out, I would want an off-air discussion which is extremely counterproductive in this case, but an all-fair discussion with Joe Rogan. Bro, it's all good to be selfish sometimes. Yeah, I'm a, I'm definitely a fanboy, right? So there's that. But I don't know. I just feel like with that much weight in the world, he probably knows, or at the very least, has been shut down on certain avenues. Been like, all right, you oh, really yeah. back here, boy. He has been threatened his fair share of times. That's kind of where my brain's at. Yeah, I wasn't thinking anything like that. I was thinking the lady that built the Winchester house. Oh, that would be yeah. She was on one for sure. Or or somebody like go way deep and go like Joan of Arc because she spoke to God. Yeah, and I'd want to. Especially in that mindset, to be able to pick the brain of, of somebody who has supposedly one-on-one spoken to them, that would be, but yeah, the lady who built the Winchester house would be fun and not even just to be around her, not even like, you know, try to pin her down. Cause I know a lot of people tried to. Even though 
you know, she told them basically what she was doing to the house. But I would just like to be around her to catch the vibe and, you know, see what all that's about. But yeah, that's be awesome. That's probably it. It's the Winchester lady. That's a good pick. But it's all good. Birdie wants to call in, so I'm gonna get off of here. All uh, right, buddy. Last right thing, on, brother. Last last thing. I love you, Kyle. Stay love, strong, buddy. Love you too, buddy. All right. You know, we got your back in whatever you need out of us. Yeah, I appreciate so, it. Just work the process and I'll holler at you, all right, man. All right, man. Here. All right, I appreciate that a lot. Later, buddy. Later, Later. Steve. Stay safe, Quiz. Oh, dude, there's a good Crowley or Parsons. That's decent picks there. Those would be some fucking weird conversations. Yeah. I couldn't imagine being able to pick the brain of either one of those two. Here we go. Here we go. Hey, thanks for calling the night shift. What's going on? Yo. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. How are you? Um, I'm just hanging out at work, and I got a quick story for y'all. Well, I got a couple of things. Hell so yeah. this happened around... Um, so this happened uh, in, in March. Uh I got a weird feedback going on here. Really? Yeah, hang on here. I gotta shut something off. Okay, this might be better. All right. So this happened about March. Um, I was doing my job and uh some teachers came walking up to me and we're by the back back doors headed out to the parking lot and one of the teachers was like hey i got a question to ask you i'm like yeah go for it and she bent over and she starts standing up and was like hey can you leave the back doors for me unlocked and i'm looking at her in the eyes and at the same time she's asking me this question i noticed that her eyes are the greenest green i have ever seen like traffic light green and i and in my brain i'm like wow those are the prettiest eyes I've ever seen and it felt like someone just flicked me in my third eye I just like my my whole I just went in complete shutdown everything went solid white for about a split second and I snap out of it and I, I guess I had this look on her face and she didn't even just look like are you okay and I'm like what the hell just happened and then it dawned on me I was just like oh I know what you are and I'm like I got out and I played a call. I'm like, yeah, I'll leave the back doors open for you. And I was doing my job and I'm like, oh, I got to ask her. I got to ask her. And a little while later, she was doing paperwork or whatever. And I turned in and I asked her, I'm like, you're wicked, aren't you? And she's like, yeah. How did you know? And I'm like, because I can just tell. And she's like, yeah, but how could you tell? And I'm like, uh, I think when you asked me to leave the back doors open, you you showed me a little bit of your power, and I picked up on it, and that's how I, 
I found out and I, I had to kind of pick up on that stuff. And she's like, oh, thank goodness. I thought you were going to chew me out for something. I'm like, no, no. So that was that. And then um, did you guys get that video that I sent you on Discord over the weekend? I just wanted to. Uh, I have not watched it. That. I have not watched it. The weekend was kind of kind of busy. I know it was busy for you guys. I forgot about it. My sister, I went to go see her on Saturday. And I was like, hey, what, what's been going on? She's like, oh, nothing much. Just a weird light up on top of the mountain. And I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, we're, we're light on top of the mountain. It's flashing blue, green. And I uh, had like itty bitty little other lights floating around it and zipping in and out. And I got it on film and I'm like, send it to me, send it to me now. When did you see it? And she's like, Oh, nine o'clock at night. I was going to call you and tell you about it, but I figured you were asleep. And I'm like, I was asleep. I just went to bed. I'm like, if that ever happens again, you got to call me. And she's like, I will. I will. So yeah, I, I posted that in there and I posted it to the AI guys. Uh, you get a chance, check it out. Tell me what you think. It's not that good. But my five-year-old niece gets some great commentary on it. So. <laughs> I love it. It's awesome. So, all right. I love you guys. I got some stuff in the works. Uh, I'll post it in Discord when it's ready to get rocked. Um, I will talk with you guys later. All right. Much love. Thanks, Barty. Thanks, Barty. That's awesome. Yeah. The weekend was wild trying to keep it up was. with everything. Yeah. Uh, I did see some rumblings that Birdie, Birdie's getting some uh, content creating together. So keep keep your eyes peeled for whenever he starts dropping uh, the project that he's working on working with. Uh, definitely keep your eyes open for that. Uh, I did pull up the confirmed guests for Crypticon so far this year. Uh, Dr. Jeff Meldrum will be there, Bigfoot, of course. Uh, Cliff uh, Barackman will be there. David Politis will be there. Uh, the Mountain Monster guys will be there. Uh, Mariah Mayer will be there. We saw her speak last year, and it was excellent. Yeah. Excellent on primate discovery and research. Uh, Dustin Perry, who was with the uh, Ghost Hunters, I believe, he will be there. Uh, Ronnie LeBlanc will be there. Matt Pruitt. Uh, Charlie Raymond, Ron Lanham, and Joe Perdue, as well as Jerry and Tracy from the Hillbilly Horror Stories podcast. Um, lineup is subject to change. Like I said, I've seen some other ones that have Travis Walton on them. So uh, I'm not sure if he'll be there or not. I know when he was at uh, the Kansas City show, he had stated a few times that he's getting older and traveling is becoming more taxing on him. Yeah. So his appearances were going to be uh, fewer and further between. So when I saw him on that first flyer, I was like, man, I would love to hear him talk again. <clears throat> Makes me wonder what Politis is going to talk about. Last when we saw him in 19, uh, he talked primarily about Bigfoot. Yeah. Which I imagine pro probably the same. I didn't know if like they recycled speeches or if it was like something new they did 
every year. Yeah. Because a lot of a lot of what he presented was, you know, by his accounts, like his own research that he's done and gone out there and talked to native people yeah. and, and what have you about Bigfoot. I imagine it'll probably be some something in a similar vein. Yeah. Since it's a crypticon. But I mean you got ghost hunters that are gonna be talking there too, which right. are different different path. I would like for him to touch on the missing four one one. Yeah. Because I would probably ask him questions that he's not going to like. And then he would tell you, shut up. Most of it. To read the book. Which is what he does to everybody. But that's neither here nor there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, He's, uh, he's something else. He's a character. Silly Dave. Silly Dave. Um, hmm. I was gonna say something. Oh, I did want to mention. Uh, again, everybody brought the heat at Forty and Airwaves. It was oh, for sure. It was awesome, for sure. You guys, you if you couldn't make it, you missed some heaters, man. Yeah, and. Mockingbirds came in with like ancient CRISPR DNA editing, which was bonkers. Yeah, mine. Uh, yeah, that's a lot to take in. AI with some swamp witch weirdness, Appalachian weirdness. Uh, dude, what else was there? Bo with spiritual warfare. Yeah, Bo came in with spiritual warfare. Had had handouts ready for. Uh, scriptures you could use if you needed to defend yourself in a scenario like that. Uh, Eric came in hot with uh, his possible exorcism he had at Bigfoot and Bruise, which is a crazy story too. Yeah, And uh, Cryptids of the Corn doing Cryptids of the Corn stuff had a great great setup for some uh extinct animals that might not be so extinct and uh it was awesome yeah it was it was it was a really good time everybody brought the pain it was it was fantastic oh, i'm i'm hoping that we fall in line for it next year as well yeah me too uh, I don't know if Verde like Fear might, might move closer to us too. To yeah, scale. if if things work out, we're hoping to move. Uh, not I say we're I I wasn't part of it. We were we were fully one hundred percent guests uh, at that show. Uh, so speaking with uh Justin Jay and Eric, they're hoping to move it around the country. That way people from different areas can make it without having to travel thousands of miles. Right. Uh, Birdie, if you're still, still in here, I see his first, he said his first episode is crude. First run on Bigfoot. It's definitely a redo and a reboot. Next episode is on Wendigo. Steve's right. There's a lot of work to do. Uh, don't get discouraged, Birdie. Like you go back and listen, you go back and listen to our first episode. A little rough. Finding our finding our footing first couple fifteen or so. We're trying yeah. to get in the rhythm there, but just stick with it. 
stay consistent. Choose a schedule you can handle and stay consistent, whether it be once a month, every two weeks, just find one, stay consistent, and have fun. Yeah. If you're not having fun, don't do it. Because we're pushing five years, and like I said before, and I'll say it again, uh, I still enjoy getting together with Kyle every time we do it. Absolutely. Talking about weird shit. Absolutely. And yeah, I'm sorry, Wade, I shut the phone off because... I'm probably going to call it a night here in a minute. Yeah. Just a heavy my night. Wife, my, yeah, my wife just said my son's kind of starting to process the yeah the situation. Right. So it's starting to hit him. So, And then my wife is also getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning to fly out for the rest of the week. So, Oh, shit. Safe travel, yeah. Shauna. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be five years in March, Birdie. But on that note, uh, we're going to wrap it up. So, thank you so much, everybody, for hanging out with us. Love you, chat. Yes. Love you, Holocult. You guys are great. Uh, uh, I will not be here next week. I will be out of town as well. Um, but until we meet again, stay safe, stay weird, and Godspeed to one of the real OGs. Love you, Grandpa. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.